Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of the Movies and Brews podcast, where we talk movies and we drink some brews. I'm Jordan, reporting for duty, and this is my CIA friend here, Daniel Leiter. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> so today we are talking the long-awaited and conclusion to the Daniel Craig Bond saga, No Time to Die. Two years later, it's finally out. It's finally here. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, and make sure it's shaken, not stirred. And let's begin. Cue Bond music. All right, Daniel. Hey, how you doing today? I'm doing pretty good about yourself. Doing pretty well. Our uh, furnace is out, so my room is continuously dropping a little bit colder, like a degree a day, it feels like. I think it's 57 Damn. right now in my room. <laughs> Damn, that's fucking cold. Yeah, been sleeping with a lot of blankets lately. Yeah, I'm surprised you're not wearing a scarf. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Other than that, doing pretty good. Finally, grab some official fall beer, some pumpkin ale. Finally, so right here, I got, owl yeah, got a Legion's Night Owl right here. Pumpkin nice. ale. Just, I mean, even the scent is just delicious. It's very pumpkin ale. Oh yes, oh that's hitting the spot. Mmm, that's good. Good, good, good. All right, what do you got on your end there? I've got the gigantic. Stuff? No, I haven't gotten any stouts yet or anything like that. I just have the gigantic smack dab hazy IPA. Smack dab. This will probably be gone for well, actually, I think this one stays around for a while. I don't know if it's seasonal, so it might not leave. But pretty good one though. I love this one. I mean, I love all of the gigantic stuff. Hope it's better than the $12 hazy I paid for the other day at the basketball game. <laughs> and a $12 pints. Ugh. Yeah, that sucks. Oh, well, all part of the experience. At least it was fun still. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Let's begin, shall we? So what have we got for movie news going on here? Any new trailers out there? Any just news and rumblers? Yes. So I do. There is a big trailer. Uh, Well, pretty big for me, I guess. And I sent you a couple couple pictures because they did some stuff but we'll get to all of those in a second but yeah the big trailer this week was scream 5 trailer for the newest in the scream franchise had all of the classics you know obviously has ghost face and it also came along with a new uh poster which i sent you which isn't like super exciting i'm like it's just a cool poster like a teaser poster that's a cool poster though yeah, you know, it's just Ghostface. So it's just classic. called Scream, not Scream 4 or 5. They said that there was going to be like some weird, I don't know, like early on they announced that the name was going to be Scream like something something. I forgot what the name was, but Scream I always thought that was kills. weird because every Scream is just Scream 1, 2, 3, 4. I'd rather just have Scream 5. Yeah. And this one just says Scream. Well, I wonder, I mean, obviously people are going to know it's a sequel anyway, but I wonder if that's because like, oh, this is the seventh one in a franchise. Wow. Can't be that good. I'm sure kind of getting to that territory now. But yeah, I mean, people still know it's the fifth in line, especially fans. So I don't yeah. know. I don't know why they do it like that. Like I said, Scream I, Kills. 
Yeah, Halloween kills. Yeah. It just makes it harder to fucking remember what order the movies are. Yeah. But I mean, hell, everybody's back. Freaking Nev Campbell is Sydney Prescott. Courtney Cox is back. Courtney Cox. Nice. I know. You know, everybody is back. And then you got the new cast of characters, too. But I don't know. I was pretty excited. They hadn't like it comes out in January and they hadn't dropped a trailer, but they just dropped it this weekend. I'm like, oh, shit. I remember watching it like after it was like five, ten minutes brand new. And I'm like, I saw it while I was working. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Because last year, Sean and I watched all of the screams. And except except for the MTV TV show, I did not watch that one. An MTV TV show for Scream? Yeah, I mean, I heard it's okay, but I just, we didn't get around to it, but we watched four screens, so. I think it's Amazon Prime doing this. I saw before No Time to Die, a during the preview part, before trailers, a I Know What You Did Last Summer series coming out. Yeah, that's an Amazon series. Okay. It looked okay. I never got into those movies, but I mean, those are from like my high school era, I think. Yeah, that's from the 90s. Yeah, like late 90s. Yeah. Something like that. But yes. Um, and I've got a lot. I mean, we talked, I don't know if we want to talk too much about, but the Disney Plus uh straight to video or the straight to streaming Disney Plus home sweet home alone trailer dropped. Yeah. Um, you know, it doesn't look as bad. I mean, like you can't you, I mean you can't even say home alone is ruining your childhood anymore because they already made like four, like technically like two, at least two sequels, maybe three after home alone one and two you know they already kind of sullied it so i'm just like yeah but it the trailer actually looked more watchable than i would have thought my mom and dad have gone to tokyo i'm totally on my own you do realize that my 10 year old son is at home by himself you just assumed max was on the other flight we didn't take a census and it's got the one of the kids from jojo rabbit that's who it was. I'm like, I think I thought I recognized that kid. Okay. Yeah. As soon as you said Jojo Rabbit, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, he was really good in that, too. Yeah, so. he was. I don't know. That might just okay. be something that I'll just, like, turn on the background during the holidays. I mean, just, we'll like, not see. I'll, I'll watch it. It doesn't look unwatchable. I mean, it looks like it won't touch the classic, but no. it doesn't look unwatchable at the same time. So I'll it's... probably be watching that movie while I'm wrapping presents. I mean, I guess if new generation has to do home alone stuff but uh, but home alone's just so timeless you can just turn the old one on but whatever it's fine we'll see i again i'll 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 watch it maybe do a quick review on here with it yeah maybe maybe well i'm sure we'll mention it when it comes out uh next i have that the actor will poulter was announced to be playing playing adam warlock in guardians of the galaxy volume three which that was interesting. Didn't not necessarily who I would think of, but I mean, it should be still should be good. He's in a lot of good stuff. Like he's I I always remember him from like the goofy kid from We Are the Millers, but he also has done a lot of serious acting too. I mm-hmm. mean, I think he's in that new TV show on Hulu, Dope Sick with a uh, Batman. Oh, Keaton. Yeah. Yeah. Does that premiere yet? I think it premieres today. Yeah. Might check uh, that so one I think out. That's on Hulu. Yeah, it's Hulu. And then the other image that I sent you was because I mean we've got Timothy Chalamet happening 
all over the place right now because you know dune's coming out june 22nd or not october 22nd um the french dispatch also comes out later this month the wes anderson movie and he's also in that well he's just popping off right now because the image that i sent you was the first official image of him as willy wonka from the Willy Wonka origin movie that he's starring in. Okay, you sent me that photo. I was thinking Mad Hatter, like a new Alice movie. Nope, he is going to be Willy, Willy Wonka. Wonka. Okay, all right. It's a world I don't mind returning to. I know it gets a lot of flack, but I still enjoy the Tim Burton Willy Wonka quite a bit. I like Depp in that role. I They did some interesting things with that one. I liked it overall. Also, Elfman, yeah, Elfman one of my favorite memes. great. One of my favorite memes to come over the fucking like this weekend after that trailer dropped which is like him and willy wonka like having drip i guess i don't know like he looks like a really hot willy wonka but i saw a lot of people posting his costume next to gonzo from a christmas carol uh, Christmas Carol. like who wore it better that's i'm looking at it right now that is hilarious <laughs> who wore it better gonzo for the win yeah, a lot of little things, but I don't know, a lot of stuff that's been stirring my interest. Like I totally forgot they were making that Willy Wonka movie. Then I saw the trail, the <laughs> this um, picture. I'm like, okay, it's like I I'm not hating this, but I'm like, what is this trailer gonna look like? And what's the vibe of the movie? I mean, like, because from even like the two that we have, Charlie and Chuck Factor, what the classics Willy Wonka, right? Or is it? Classic Charlie on the Chocolate Factory. The Willy Wonka is the classic. Okay, Willy Wonka. I always get it confused because I mean it's the same, almost practically the Charlie same. Charlie on the Chocolate Factory. Yes, Johnny Depp, and from what I hear, stays closer to the book. Yeah. Um. So I'm just kind of interested to see if this is going to take it in a completely different direction, which I feel like it is. But we will see. Yeah, that's pretty much all the uh, the movie news I got this week. Oh, is there one more, Jordan? I hear there's a uh, Netflix is going to be rebooting something. Oh, right. Yeah, we talked. I just don't want to think about it. But okay, yeah. Netflix did announce this week. I think it announced it on Wednesday, which is probably why I've already forgotten about it. But they announced that they are doing... Right after we recorded last week. Yeah, they they announced that they are rebooting that 70s show with that 90s show 10 episode one season like order so it takes place in the 90s in point place red and kitty are grandparents and apparently it's going to center around donna and eric's daughter coming to visit point place for the summer i know you told me before recording come on just what are your thoughts on this not it's just you know it I'm always in the mindset of like, if it's been over a decade and you're finally starting to reboot it, I don't want it. Well, my, my thing feeling with this is the way the route they're going with Red and Kitty as grandparents and it's Eric and Donna's kid, teenager. I'm cool with that. It makes sense. And again, I think they will be, they're going to be aiming it towards the audience that grew up watching that 70s show, which was my era. I mean, that was my high school show, that 70s show. I mean, I loved it. All my friends loved it still to this day we watch it and talk about it it's great and i think you know especially with the before netflix took it off but i think even with quarantine going on last year and stuff like that i think a new new generation was finding that show too yeah it's a fantastic show i just started re-watching it recently got the entire series started at the very beginning <laughs> which also yeah. that 
that yeah. 70s show freaking is renewed like netflix is the one ordering this but that 70s show got taken off netflix like months ago and it still hasn't rematerialized anywhere so i'm surprised it's not back on especially after the announcement yeah i'm curious what's going on with that but i'm looking forward to it i mean i'm not like jazz like oh this is gonna be amazing i can't wait it's you know it's like most things we'll just see but i like the idea of like okay 15 years 18 years have passed red and kitty are grandparents now if we're not going to get too much of the original cast back red and kitty's grandparents i'm i'm there yeah my only like my biggest like concern is it might turn into like oh man i remember when our kids did that like just a lot of callbacks instead of just like actually focus on the new yeah hope hopefully that's not the case but we'll see but i mean i would like callbacks that like they go and be like like go back to the water tower maybe like a few well yeah i think we'll get callbacks like that like i'm maybe the hub will be something different now upgraded to some kind of new sandwich shop or something i don't know what are kids doing the name peach pit remember now yeah, their own version of the peach pit but yeah i bet you i bet you we will see a moment where she goes back to her parents old water tower there'll be moments like that for sure um yeah like, i bet, I bet look- you i bet you if anything she'll be better at sports than eric was and we'll hear a lot about that like god your dad sucked at sports <laughs> glad someone <laughs> in the family's better i don't know all i can say is kitty and red are some of the best tv parents we've ever had so more i'm of happy them- both of them are still alive what did you say <laughs> I said what you said. You're lying. Oh, come on, kitty. When menopause makes you crazy, I could be with you all day and it wouldn't do any good. You need space. Oh, menopause makes me crazy? I'm crazy? I'm crazy? more of them is better to me so bring it on fair enough we it we'll see i don't think it has like a release date yet it was just announced well, hopefully it shoots up here in portland so i can be an extra in it <laughs> how great would that be <laughs> i don't know if portland looks like michigan i know it'd just be cool anyway all right well shall we move on here i did not see anything that i can think of this week I know it's been a busy week. Uh, family's in town, so we've just been doing that. I have not doing watched any stuff. movies either, so yeah, we're just gonna skip that part. But that's okay. The movie we went and saw was almost three hours long, so kind of makes up for it. Kind of makes up for it. That's like two movies, exactly. 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 All right. Well, let's get on into our main movie on tap here. Let's start talking. No time to die. No Time to Die, directed by a gentleman whose name I cannot pronounce, Carrie something something Fukunaga. Let's just call him, yeah, Carrie Fukunaga. 
starring Daniel Craig, Anna de Armas, Rami Malik, Leah Sadell, Lashana Lynch, Ralph Fiennes, Jeffrey Wright, and Christoph Waltz. Oh, and Ben Winshaw as Q. Nice to see you, Q. I right. go figure Q would have one of those ugly cats, those hairless cats. <laughs> I know. I and thought the sweater that he was wearing was just as ugly. The th- the second we saw that cat, I was like, eh, it makes, I don't know. I was like, go figure he was. Yeah. Like, I know. Of it course just, it he's got sense. one of those cats. That's why I thought. I was like, of course he's got one of those he's, cats. He's hypoallergenic. Oh, uh, funny. <laughs> All right. So this is the conclusion of the Daniel Craig Bond era. So James Bond has left the active service. His piece is short-lived when Felix Leiter, an old friend from the CIA, turns up asking for help, leading Bond onto the trail of a mysterious villain armed with dangerous new technology. Oh, let's see. Who wants to go first as far as like general thoughts and things go? As far as yeah. Well, one, I think for the most part, we should say up top, because I just want to talk about the movie freely. You know, like, no, we don't, I, I don't know if we'll, immediately going to spoilers but like well, i would just like to talk about the movie like because there's a lot that goes on and i just want to talk about it so i feel like we should just say it like maybe maybe general thoughts and then just get oh yeah i was thinking just like quick up to five minutes of just generalizing some stuff because yeah this is chock full of spoilers yeah yeah okay fine we'll we'll do like a quick general thoughts um, my, my okay. overall thought is go see it but anyway, go ahead, continue. Why don't you go ahead, go first. Okay, my general thoughts is go see it, prep yourself, it's a long movie. Uh, I did P- have P- to- beforehand. I did have to run out and <laughs> it was actually kind of funny. I, I did run out because I'm like, I thought I was not quite as far along in the movie. I thought I had a good hour. I kind of misjudged the movie because it ended a little bit sooner than I thought. I'm like, fuck, I totally could have held it. But I ran out of the theater to go take a piss real quick. And then I came back during the movie. I actually, I was like trying to like in a panic, like trying to go as fast as I can. So like I was really close to the bathroom. So I ran in. And then when I came back, I went into the wrong theater. Oh shoot. <laughs> well, like, oh, shoot. We'll, we'll play a game later in spoilers of what part did Daniel leave? What part did he feel it was safe to run route real quick? It was hard. <laughs> but um but no, yeah, I mean, going in, I'm like, I'm excited. You know, we've recently, like, I w- recently watched what, uh, well, we recently watched Spectre, you know, and I've more recently, like, in the past, like, year, watched Skyfall and Quantum Solace and Casino Royale, you know, because we're like, yeah, like, I've watched them very disparately, not very, like, all in one, but kind of remind myself, because, I mean, I've seen Casino Royale a lot, so I'm like, I didn't even need to rewatch that one, but that one's great, so, of course. <laughs> You know, so rewatching all of these, I mean, like, I think history has kind of been a lot kinder to these movies because Cena Royale was like a very high watermark. And then people are like, oh, Quantum of Solace wasn't that good. And I remember not really liking it, but going back and watching that one, Quantum of Solace, what was it? Uh, Skyfall and then Spectre. Mm-hmm. Honestly, all of them, even like Spectre, I was going in expecting the worst. I'm like, they're all pretty good movies. I enjoyed every single one of them. Like, there wasn't. You know, it just, I think going back and being like, oh yeah, these these are actually all really solid movies. And it's always cool because I love how they are all connected to an overarching story, but you can still watch them by themselves. Yes, that's definitely something I like about this new era of Bond that we're in. Yeah. 
Yeah, and honestly, Daniel Craig is Bond. Love his Bond. I, you know, I understand why if people, like, if it's not your favorite, but I don't know, like, I guess I was so, like, it was, what, 2006 when Kissing a Royale came out? 2006, yeah, it's been a little bit. The only reason I remember that is because they talk about Vesper and they see her grave and it says dead in 2006, and, like, that's when Bond came out. (laughs) But, I mean, so... It's quite the journey for the character, quite the journey. I mean, like this was supposed to happen two years ago. So it's even longer because it got delayed because of the panorama. So I don't know, like I like these movies going in. I'm hoping for good, but I've also like going in, you know, I've saw so many like hit piece art or not hit piece, but like kind of like inflammatory articles like, oh, James Bond's not making money. It went woke. So it went broke, you know, so I'm like, okay. I had, like, you know, they talked about and rumored that, like, his moniker of 007 was going to be given to, like, a female agent or, like, people like, James Bond's now a woman or some, you know. So I've just seen, like, articles after articles on, like, YouTube, like, you know, fucking clickbait. So I'm like, okay, I hope that they handled it well. Uh, Honestly, going in, I'm like, I don't see anything that anybody would be complaining about. I think everything that I was kind of worried about happened very organically and it nothing ever felt forced and it felt like i was still they were respecting the hell out of the character yeah have it, it has it, i said the only thing that falls into that category is all is maybe a, a character which we saw in the trailers anyway kicking ass in high heels <laughs> i don't care who you are <laughs> that's a really hard one to accomplish <laughs> yeah but there's still also action movies i mean they're still pretty grounded and so it doesn't really seem something that's out of place, especially for this type of movie. I don't know. But I mean, honestly, if all the things, like if you're complaining about like somebody fighting high heels, I'm like, I can smooth that over. It's an action movie. Boom, there, it's gone. <laughs> but uh, no, honestly, like that's what was my biggest like fear. I'm like, I hope they do the character justice. I hope, you know, they don't feel like cornholing some stuff in, you know, just. Hopefully they do it, they do him justice because his bond has been like, you know, it's a great bond. I really like the story. So I hope they went out with a bang. And I think they really did nail like the ending to the series. And I did really enjoy all of it. I enjoyed all the characters. Yeah, there's a lot of, lot of good, a lot of characters in this, a lot of good ones. So yeah, going in, um, yeah, I was just unsure because like, like you said, I'd seen a lot of stuff on the internet the last couple of years, but I was still anticipating this. I mean, I've loved Daniel Craig's Bond era. It's been great. I've loved him as James Bond. And I do like how all his stories, while you can watch them individually, they're all still part of this big arc. We watched the character himself go through this huge like arc, and I love it. I, I think it's great. It's not just him going on the next mission, the next mission, the next mission. It's We watch the character grow and just everything that comes with that i just it's been great to see and yeah going into this um wasn't sure i mean some people made it sound like it could be like a pretty bad one or almost like one of the worst ones so i was a little scared i tried to go in with just the most clear mind i could sit down and watch it and i enjoyed myself i think the biggest thing that scared me which ended up not being that big a deal was the two hour 43 minutes i was like "Ooh, this is gonna be a long one i know i saw a lot of people like this movie feels long and then i was there and i'm like i did not feel it besides the fact that i had to pee yeah it didn't feel long at all yeah i peed beforehand 
did have a, a large drink with me had to pee a little bit towards the end but i wasn't like holy crap like uh when's this gonna end hurry up hurry up nothing like that but gotta say didn't check my watch at all went down smooth as we like to call it mm -hmm. uh, yeah so yeah the time didn't bother me at all but yeah overall i think this was a very good conclusion to daniel craig's bond era and yeah i mean there's just uh a lot of cool, cool new things. Uh, a little some surprises here and there, and I, I overall had a good time. And would I recommend going and checking it out? Especially, it does need a little help with the box office. I mean, unfortunately, it's got to make nine hundred million to break even, from what I've heard. I don't think it's going to do that. We'll talk about box office in a little while, but yeah, I don't think it's going to do that. I would recommend checking it out in theaters. I might even go in the next couple of weeks and see it again in theaters. I enjoyed it that much. It'd be fun to see again. And I think now that once you kind of know the surprise is coming, you can kind of pay attention to other things now. Yeah. And well, um, yeah. yeah, I'd go see it again too. Yeah. I, I, At least make yeah. sure I stayed for the part that I missed. Well, I mean, I, I don't, we neither one of us saw it with our dad. And usually I see movies like Bond with our dad. So yeah, if he wants to go in the next week or so, I'm down. Yeah. Especially if it's still in the XD theater. I love the XD theater. Oh man, I know. I didn't get to see it in XC. The times didn't line up. Yeah, uh, so much fun. But yeah, I, I had a good time though. I really enjoyed it. And yeah, I so do you want to just go completely in with spoilers? I know you said Yeah, we're just like, gonna do spoilers, but I think from the just the general, like we both we both enjoyed it. I think it's definitely worth a watch. You know, I don't think that what like some of the articles that you know that we've both seen yeah everybody's seen it about that because they talk about like, oh james bond's one like blah, blah blah i really it's it's not at all anywhere close to what they make it out to be like it's very much just like it feels it just it works with the movie you know it all makes sense it, does. it doesn't well, nothing feels the, forced my i guess my fear with some of the trends that go on nowadays is you'll have a woman's character and all she'll do to be bigger and stronger just belittle all the men around her and so i was a little afraid that that was going to be the case and it really wasn't the case so i think that was kind of a fear going in that we'd see a lot of like michelle lynch's characters putting him down putting him down putting him down talking trash to him i think people were afraid of that going in and i guess it didn't happen <laughs> no like you said, everything feels there, organic. There's a couple like things within she, the universe. But there's a couple things he dished at her, but he turned around, or she dished, she, she dished at him, but then he turned around and dished up back. So made it fun. And her character actually wasn't, I guess we'll just talk about her character for a second here, was not in the movie nearly as much as I thought she would have been. Like, I thought she was going to be in it a ton. Because, I mean, and that's something else you've seen too. You've seen some franchises where they push the main character to the side to focus on some newer characters. Yeah, you know, honestly, I could have like Lashana Lynch. I mean, Naomi, or you know, I guess we'll say it like she is the new 007. You know, that's the moniker went to her as that 007. So you know, and I always thought she was going to be in it more, like you said, and I could have done with more because I did really like her overall. I'd like, say was it was the perfect amount for me. Know, it was the perfect a amount. More. But I mean, like, I they did still like. I think they had her in yeah less than i would have thought but also because yeah they're like finishing out like this is daniel craig's like last movie we're finishing out his character arc i still kind of yeah i mean i i will say it up front i expected to be annoyed the hell by her like just i expected her character annoyed the shit out of me didn't happen maybe just a huh. quick idiot bit at the very beginning but 
she smoothed over pretty quick and i i, I don't know I, I liked her i again i don't think we, i don't think we need too much more of her but i think we had the right amount i thought it was perfect and i also like seeing because you know why well, i thought like when she was on screen i liked it because you know we don't usually i mean i think i can only remember one du- James Bond even I think it's in Pierce Brosnan's run where you see in like 006 you know there's a couple over like I don't the years that we've you know but it's not something you see like you always hear about the doubles but the only one you ever see is James Bond and I like you know like how like at the end of or when he's escaping like the layer inspector how I'm like I love the like the action scenes are like quick clean like he feels like a trained professional you know, in that movie. And I also like seeing like her or like Lashana Lynch, like Naomi's 007, because it's still like the same thing as like when she's fighting, it's quick, it's clean, it feels like it's trained, like it should be, you know? So I I liked seeing both, like it, they operate differently, but still in a very quick, precise fashion, which I thought was really cool to see both yeah. of them kind of we'll operate. Get, we'll get more into her in a sec. I guess you just want to start going along the plot points or something. How do you want, how do you want well, to first let's, this? Well, first we should talk about stuff. the intro. What do you think about the final James Bond intro for the Craig series along with the song? Um, overall, I think the song is just okay. I thought it was sort of forgettable. It definitely did not stick the way Chris Cornell or Adele or even uh, Sam Smith. It just did not stick the way their songs did. Maybe upon rewatch or re-listen, I'll like the song more. But it didn't stick the landing immediately for me like Chris Cornell's or Adele's did, especially those two. But I mean, overall, first... in the... what? Sorry, go ahead. And the credit thing was it was okay. There's some cool visuals. Like I guess I like the statue stuff. That was kind of cool. Once we saw like sand going down, the camera pulls back, and we see a hourglass. That image was cool. Another mm-hmm. image I really liked, which plays. I took this as two ways. The uh, image we see of all the guns firing in a. It looks like a string of DNA made mm-hmm. out of guns. I took that as like that's D- Bond's DNA. It's in him. Like you know what he does and everything like that like that kind of thing is in his dna but then it also goes along with the plot of the movie too later on that we find out yeah but yeah i thought the image of that was really cool looking yeah you know honestly like i mean because this was billy eilish's bond song um and i think we've at least you've at least heard of her you know she's I've huge heard her. And while, yeah, I don't usually listen to her music, I was like, I remember this, which also makes it seem so long ago, because the like the movie's been delayed, released for two years. This song that she wrote for the movie is like, got released like three, maybe four years ago, almost. Well, it got officially released just a couple of weeks before the first date move. So song is out, we're all listening to it. Movie's coming out in a couple of weeks, and then boom, delayed. <laughs> yeah, so this, the song's been out for about two years. I just remember, I'm like, it got released. I'm like, I was counting. Okay, it gets released today. I was remember at work and I put my headphones in. I'm like, I gotta at least check this out, you know. And I remember like, I remember listening to it. And at the time, like, I kept like put it on one of my playlists. I'm like, I actually like this song. Like, it's it's pretty sweet. And obviously, like, it's not like, I don't know. It has more of a solemn, quiet tone, which I think actually kind of matches how this movie goes. You know, all in all, like, it matches the theme of the movie perfectly. 
Well, I get, I could definitely say like, yeah, Chris Cornell's is super cool and exciting, which I still think the title sequence for Quant or Casino Royale is still my favorite. Um, but I think for like what the themes of this movie are, like the, the theme song does match up almost perfectly with what the whole movie is about. I, don't know. I I like it. I remember yeah. listening to it a lot. And, and I don't think it's a bad song. I'm just I'm just not as like ooh yeah as I was. With it's a couple okay. Of the I other mean, ones. even in the like older James Bond movies, not every title sequence was a winner. That's true. Uh, there's a lot of them that are great, but there's a couple of them that are like meh. It's okay. I mean, when you make that many, you know, they're not all going to be winners. Although, oh my gosh, I don't, uh, it's not really a spoiler yet. No, we're already talking about it. We're in. Well, like, they kept you heard a couple times in the movie. We have all the time in the world, and immediately that song from a past Bond film would come into my mind. We have all the time in the world, and then they played it when we went into the, the uh, credit sequences. I was like, "Oh yes, for the win!" Nice. <laughs> I loved it. So yeah, I don't. I don't know if you recognize the song, but that's from old Bond films. Like, I did not. I, catch I think that. late Sean Connery, early Roger Moore era. It's been it's been a while. I need okay. to just go back and rewatch both of these. But yeah. Okay. Good. Good. So we talked about that. Good. Because I mean, the title sequence is like also very important to the Bond franchise. Well, well, let's back up a little bit. I thought the opening sequence, both the flashback and the current, all that was great. I thought. Yes. Because we open in with the gun barrel, and then the barrel fused down. We see trees snow and then we see somebody walking toward this little house just out in the middle of wilderness all by itself chateau and we got mommy drunk on the couch with a little girl helping her out <laughs> get me my next drink please so I'm got, thirsty. okay mom <laughs> yeah box wine like oh geez <laughs> yeah to cut to oh well i mean you knew because that was in the trailer like you knew who was in the suit you didn't i mean you didn't see like the scene but you saw rami malik's character like in the snow in this i'm like yeah oh, that's we, him we knew that's that gonna be him. somebody's gonna die right now but she's we've already seen her grown up you know i mean i was you know they make it pretty obvious that it's madeline yeah yeah it took me a second to figure out who, who these were where they were i mean we saw a little girl playing at the gigapet and at first i'm like are they just like out in the middle of nowhere with barely any technology and she just found this old toy from like 20 years ago or is this actually taking place 20 years or 30 years ago now i don't know when right but i mean like out? yeah i'm like Late it 90s. really clicks into place when he asks like where's mr white and i'm like ah yeah as soon as he asks, where's mr white like okay this is definitely madeline is a little girl and her mother exactly i but mean yeah, to I mean, see him like... just like oh well he killed my family so i'm gonna kill his family understandable i know i'm just like you're like yeah you can't really like seems understandable i'd probably do the same thing if your entire family got poisoned yeah and then you got almost poisoned and now you just have a like kind of some disfigurement on your face how would you like to be her though she's like talking to her mother her mother's laying on the couch looks up looks through the window and just this guy this ugly mask staring just through the window you're like holy shit i'm in a horror movie like holy shit what's going on yeah Especially with that creepy ass mask. Yeah, good sequence though, and yeah, her her unloading on him was like, whoa. <laughs> I know. Which also, I mean, he eventually wakes up and chases her through the ice, and I'm just thinking, I'm like, they don't ever confirm that he's wearing a vest, and I'm like, 
I'm just assuming he got knocked the fuck out from like, the, I mean, no matter what, even if like he wasn't wearing a, or if he was wearing a vest, he got shot like five or six times. That still fucking hurts. Yeah. Especially with that close range. Too. Well, That's she probably... doesn't, she didn't, well, part of it's the fall too, because he goes to from a second story, but part of it's the fall, he did, gets knocked out. She drags him out in the snow. And that's thinking when he wakes he's dead. up. Thinking he's dead. Drags him out in the snow. That sequence on the ice, though, like cracking all around her. Just, I was at the edge of my seat for that one. I know, but I'm also like, it's cracking. So either you fall through ice or you get shot. I'd still keep running. Yeah. You know, because at least if he walks over, he can't get through. Probably. Probably crack on him. Probably not. Well, to see him rescue her, too. I've, obviously, we know she's going to live because we know that's her character. Right. <laughs> But yeah, to, to watch him rescue her. Was, I know uh, that didn't play out. Yeah, even though I knew she was gonna surprise live, me I thought even... she was gonna fall in and she was gonna like float away and he would just be like, oh, she's dead. You know, something like, like that. Yeah. I did not see him so even though I knew that was her and she was gonna be alive later, I still did not see him rescuing her. But then it no. cuts immediately to the present day when she's just swimming. What are they? Are they in France or Italy? Uh, I don't know, Mediterranean. Seems like Italy somewhere nice <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure they're Swimming speaking nice Italian water in the beginning but yeah then we cut to madeline and bond kind of like in a on a honeymoonish thing yeah i mean he's like essentially this takes place like i don't know i within several months to like maybe maybe it's been like over a year but i mean it feels like i mean because at the end of specter they're driving off together in the Aston Martin. And mm-hmm. then this starts out with them driving down like the Italian coastline in the Aston Martin. So it could have taken place like Which, how nice does that look? I was like, man, that just looks like awesome. Just take your take your girl and just be driving in a nice classic like that in another country, staying at some villas. I'm like, man, that just looks awesome. I know, doesn't it? You know, so but you know, it gives the impression like this could have just happened like the day after. You know, but it more feels like it's uh, uh yeah, I was on the impression like it could be several months to like maybe a, even a year or two. Yeah, I was, pre- I was on the impression some time had passed, like it wasn't like the next week or anything, like some time has gone by. I mean, they even referenced that he dropped so far off the grid that they, they did think he was dead. Yeah. Yeah. So, that- and to see them like, and then of course, you know. Well, so is this like some burn your sins festival going on or something like that? Yeah, just some Italian festival kind of thing. I mean, I'm I'm sure the festival's real because we see all these things going on in the background, like little fires everywhere. Uh huh. And at first, I was like, "Did this city just get done burning?" I thought that at first, but I'm like, "There's no way they'd be just chill about it." But the well, the but then when they pulled up to the restaurant or or the hotel, I was like, "Okay, there's definitely definitely something going on here." Mm -hmm. But yeah, so he wants. What is it? He just he's got to learn to forgive Vesper. They have a little conversation about that. He's gonna to go to her grave. Basically say goodbye to her, Vesper for good. Yeah, like essentially like forgive, like confront your past, forgive yourself, and move on. Sort go to of her deal. grave. Yeah. That <laughs> did you jump in your seat a little bit there? Because you see, he grabs the little business card has the specter octopus on it yeah okay okay. something's going on someone's been here and all of a sudden i think you hear a quick little ding ding boom 
Yeah, which that, honestly, that, that, like, this sh- happened. A- that shook the theater. I was like, oh, shit. I wish I had seen that next day. That would have been huge. Um, but yeah, no, even that happened. I'm like, dude, like they did this a couple times during the movie where you see like a shell-shocked action sequence. And I'm like, man, this is fucking sweet. But also, I mean, something I felt and like, yeah, they, the Daniel Craig Bond is a bit more grounded. Oh, he is a lot more grounded since went from Pierce Brosnan where it just got fucking ridiculous to Daniel Craig, where they really kind of brought it back down to reality, you know, but like watching this movie, I'm like, Bond feels like even more hardcore in this finale. Like the action feels more like he just feels more like a hardened killer, I guess, even Mm -hmm. though that's the exact opposite of what he's trying to be at this point in his story. But like, it just feels like the action was a lot more brutal and a lot more visceral, I guess. I don't mm. know. Like, I, the action was really good throughout this movie, but especially like this, the car chase and him running along and, you know, driving in the motorcycle, you know, to like killing these guys. Like, it felt really good. It felt really great. And honestly, like, I mean, we saw some of this stuff in like the initial trailer, and damn, like, did they not pay off? on like the action scenes i still love the shot on the motorcycle going up those stairs and catching air over the railing i still love that shot Mm -hmm. oh yeah some good stuff there good chase sequence there thinks madeline has betrayed him because like how do they know i was here yeah because he can't trust anybody and they i actually like that little tender moment there where they they hug at the train and he's like yeah like this is this goodbye like it's goodbye and it's like for good and like what she basically was, she's like when am i am i ever gonna see again probably not no. no yeah she's like okay how will i know that you're okay he's like you won't you'll you won't. never see me again you'll never see me again yeah and then boom cut five years later cut to five years later 007 is retired someone else has taken over the 007 number which again again like we were saying this is all organic He's retired. Yeah, five fast forward five years. He retired a couple years behind in between, it sounds like. Yeah, you know, and I do like how they kind of like it happens early on in the movie. It feels like they just kind of read the banners like he's like, dude, just it happened, moving on. You know, because we see, you know, Naomi or 007 show up and she's like in Cuba. You know, they have that conversation where he's like, Oh, you're double O. She's like, mm-hmm. And then like they talk a little bit longer. She's like, FYI, I'm 007. Just kind of gives him a look. And I think she says, like, what? You thought they'd retire the number, didn't you? But I'm like, you know, and also, like, still feels like, I know, like, 007 is pretty much synonymous with James Bond. But it also makes it feel like, like, yeah, this is still an agency. It's still a spy agency, you know, like, agents die all the time. It'd be really, I feel like it'd be really hard to just, like, keep going with more numbers instead of, for simplicity's sake, just, like, you're 006 now. Kind of like what they do in uh not James Bond. Uh Kingsman, how they talk about like you're Lancelot now. When Lancelot dies, new person comes in, you're Lancelot, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I mean it was fine. It was fine. But then to you know, her showing up and being like, Yeah, I'm just doing you a professional courtesy, stay the fuck away. Like you're retired. I don't know what you're doing here. Is this but... after the party at Cuba? This is or no, before. No, this is That's before. before. Yeah, which also really great that Felix came back for this one, um, even yes. though he does meet a tragic end 
which is too bad because I did like his character and he was I was missing him in Spectre, especially because Spectre felt like it was the finale for James Bond. Mm-hmm. But they didn't have Felix in that movie whatsoever. It would be too it was too bad that they Daniel Harbour or David Harbour didn't come back. Yeah, I would have liked David Harbour returning as a CIA agent. That would have been a lot of fun. Yeah, but instead yeah. of just like this new guy. Then we got this new guy, which I don't know, still led to a really funny line because he meets Felix and what was the other guy's name? I forget the other guy's name. Uh, Logan. Know. But he meets he meets them and then he pulls Felix aside. One of the first things he says is, So what's up with Book of Mormon? Yeah. I don't know why that just cracked me up. Yeah. I didn't see him pulling a joke like that for some reason. No, but uh, yeah, it was just kind of funny. But to see him, what, just essentially get hired, because we didn't even talk about it, but the whole crux of this movie is that a black site, you know, of MI6, like a totally off-book science research center, uh, gets raided by Spectre, and they steal a bio, like essentially a bioweapon, and then kill everybody involved except for one scientist and the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, that sequence on. is crazy. Just imagine you're just going to work, you're doing your job, and all of a sudden just, just dead one day, just blown and away. It, it was very viscerally brutal. Like they're these guys are sweeping, killing everybody, and they're like, okay, this guy's who we need. We know him. She's like, uh, it requires two-factor authentication. And they're like, which one? And he points to the one guy that you know also has the clearance to open it and then they take him kill everybody else immediately yeah you know and then open it shoot the other guy in the head just completely cleaning house like again this felt very hardcore which i loved for especially being in the finale same here yeah same same here uh real quick i'm gonna grab another beer i will be right back okay Right now, quick. Sorry, I mean, it's just two seconds. Okay. Just run, run. And I'm back. But Daniel is gone. Oh, there he is. And he's back. Sorry, that illusion is just so good. I need to get another one. Fair enough. Pumpkin ale, yeah. man. Love pumpkin ale. Mm-hmm. Explain. A little bit how the bioweapon works. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like what I think how they describe it in the movie is just essentially like this is like a almost a gas, but the gas is actually nanobots, like nanorobots that are programmed to attack a specific person's DNA. Which kind of a cool way to take the bioweapon forward, if you will, for like movies like this. Yeah, but it also feels like I feel like they did something similar mission in one of the Mission Impossibles. I don't remember which one, but it feels like they had a similar bioweapon. But not, you know, because yeah, like this. I mean, there's the um not Prometheus, uh Cerberus. Chimera. Or Chimera, that's what it's in, called in, in MI2. Yeah. yeah. But uh, that wasn't like where you could attack certain DNAs that you tell to attack. Because no. I thought that that's where we first see it in action, I thought was really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, because yeah, the bioweapon essentially yeah is a gas that can be programmed to attack a specific person's DNA if they have like a sample or if it's registered, you know. And so don't register. So it essentially they're programming it. They, you know, because it gets stolen by Spectre, and so Spectre setting a trap for James Bond, 
And they're like, yeah, we're just going to kill James Bond right here and now with this bioweapon program to kill his DNA specifically. Which I'm sure they got that sample drilling into his head in the last one. I didn't even <laughs> think about how they got... Well, I, they don't even... Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was really interesting, but also I'm like, yeah, like this... I thought this was all going to be about Spectre because this whole... Spectre's pretty much been the focal point since the beginning. And to have this scene, you know, where they're crashing a Spectre party, but the scientist is higher, you know, is working with Rami Malek's character. And they, when they end up like reprogramming it to kill everybody in Spectre. So the only person who essentially is anybody who's not in Spectre is not affected by the gas, like James Bond and um, party guests, I guess. <laughs> that was just a, that was a crazy sequence though. That... where they all just get gassed and die yeah one wasn't expecting that too i as much as like i i liked the movie overall i still felt like it was a very strong movie i did think it was weird that for having specter being the end-all be-all or not being the end-all be-all to finish out the entire series was a little weird that they just brought in a brand new character yeah i guess a mixed feelings about that but at the same time kind of like still a good movie but it it was felt weird that they just like specter's gone now it's this guy i mean i honestly would not have mind if blofeld was behind all this i mean i'm let's be honest i was surprised after five years he was still in captivity and was not actually had been broken out yeah but that sure. would have been that would have been pretty cool to see him behind all all the stuff going on blofeld himself and it's still in the way it did I would have honestly been satisfied with that as an ending. I would have too. I feel like that would have been slightly better than bringing in a new character. I think it would have too, especially and you could still do it the same way in that pool at the end and to be t- him and, you know, two, well, I guess adopted brothers. And st- again, same stuff that happened, but it's just Blofeld instead. I think that to me, that would have been a more satisfying ending. Same. But that's okay. I still think what we got was really good. Um, but, he but just, Walt was just so good at being sinister. So I'm now I'm thinking about like I could totally have seen him in the scene with the little girl. We'll get to that later. But when Bond's sitting there in front of them, I, I think Walt would have been more sinister because again, Malik was good, but I don't know. He just doesn't have the same sinisterness. Like just give me goosebumps, like kind of feeling. Yeah, I mean, Christoph Waltz is amazing, but I mean. Inglorious Bastards, look no further. Yeah, exactly. He's just happy, yet unbelievably scary. Yeah. But, you know, and I forgot where we're at in the movie, but... We're talking about um, the party. Inspector's, I mean, like, yeah, we're not going to go see him see. It's a three-hour movie. That would take five hours for us to do that. No, no, we're not going to go see him with scene. But... but, I mean, like, that's a big part. And then that, the... Well, if, let's talk real quick. We get introduced to... Uh... Anna D. Armas's character. And I liked her. She, I didn't think she was going to be a movie that brief. She was pretty brief in the movie, just one big scene, but I, I liked her. Yeah, but she that, just showed up as like an agent with the CIA, you know, first field op. You know, and they show that she's green, but she has a good character. She still like has fighting experience and you still get, honestly, like I thought her action sequences like were actually really cool like when she was fighting those three guys on the ground loved that and then to the point when she just like grabs the gun was able to do pop 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 like i thought her that whole like hand-to-hand and like gun choreography was fucking 
awesome. Like again, the like the action sequences extremely well choreographed. Like I thought they were all really good. Yeah, same. I, again, like those couple moments we get with the well, just like the explosion at the grave, and you know that's gonna blow or at least stun anybody's eardrums. Yeah. So yeah, just I mean, mine were almost stunned just sitting there in the theater. Like that explosion was freaking loud. <laughs> But anyway, but yeah, get those sequences of just like him barely be able to hear anything for a second like that. I like right. that stuff. And that's also when we see, because they're all there to get the scientists, you know, who just programmed the bioweapon to kill Spectre, which is awesome. Little twist right at, towards the beginning, you know, really subverts, already subverting expectations pretty early, which also was kind of cool because I'm like, okay, you know, because going in there's, it was impossible for me to be like, this is how I think things are going to go. And then for them to just like kind of pull the rug out from under me in like the first 30 minutes, I'm like, okay. Yeah. All right. There, there's a lot of surprises right there in the beginning. Exactly. Which you could take that as like, well, because they're unearned, but I, I would have been happy either way. I still think this still, still enjoy the hell out of this movie. And you know? I start, going to start thinking sequences that I liked here. I, uh, and, after not seeing each other for five years, the uh, awkward mandolin and bond moment was good when they're walking down the well, just when they first turn the corner and see each other down the hall. I thought that was a great sequence. To the, like, I'm I'll always keep my calm and just like doctor, and she's like 007 or I forget what she says, and she's and she's like and it's like oof yeah like this is rough. Like last time we saw you, you really thought I betrayed you, and then you just left me. And told me you'd never see me again. Like, that's rough. Uh, and then I even love like the palpable, just like, holy, sh-, like uh, what Naomi saying to, what's his name? Like the other guy, just, Tanner's. Yeah, Tanner. Just like when they're behind the glass watching him and ter- like them inside the room with Christoph Waltz, she's like, oh, wow, that was awkward. And he's like, yeah, he has that effect on people. Like it's a 50-50, you never know. <laughs> That was a good sequence there, Blofeld. I again, I did not see him dying then. Well, I don't know. They, but honestly, because yeah, like before, you know, he dies because what Romy Malik's character comes to Madeline. So Bond's been affected by the gas at this point. What Bond has been affected by the gas, but it's not programmed for his DNA. But you can still pass it along, right? So while you've been affected by the gas, you can still pass you can still pass basically the effects of it along. And if somebody's DNA is programmed for it, they'll, isn't that how Blofeld died, essentially? Well, yeah, he, he wasn't affected by it yet. Because um, I don't think he actually gets the... I don't, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, I think you're right. But I, it gets a little wishy-washy in there a little bit. Because, you know, I, I thought it was great tension because, you know, Nay or Madeline was given the chemical weapon to infect Blowfield and just fucking kill him by Rami Malek's character. I want, what is his name? Lucifer. Okay. I'm just going to say Rami Malek's character. Cause I can't pronounce that. Lucifer. Is it Lucifer? Lucifer. Safin. I think it's Lucifer. <laughs> but you know, like the tension in that was just like, okay, Bond doesn't know that she has the bioweapon on her. That's only going to kill him. And she rubs it on her wrist and then he grabs her by the wrist. And I'm like, okay, so now it transferred to him from that skin contact. So while he's talking to him and he's like, you know, they went in there like, you have to stay calm. Like, 
literally if he touches him he will die so having him like egg each other on that i'm just like building the tension up like pretty sure he's gonna touch him but it's fucking killing me if he is or is he's not because it's gonna be damn close and to have him finally like grab him then he's like ah, see i'm calm i'm calm and then just turns around when tanner comes in and blowfield just dies because the nanobots infected him killed crazy. him crazy you yeah. know but honestly really good tension for like yes oh, shit, is that he going scene to? Is he i really like that scene a bit quite a bit you know um to go from that you know madeline's on the run you know he knows where to find him because that really like when she's back in her home in norway i mean i guess that's skipping a bunch but that really like gets us to my one of my favorite scenes is when she's in her house in norway where like the beginning of the movie takes place and then bond shows up like oh it's this a little girl about five years old how long has it been since you saw madeline about five years says it's not his but i'm like that's his that led to another good line (laughs) because after this is after she says it's not she's not yours you know don't worry about it she's not yours uh (laughs) Come on downstairs. I got something to show you. Another child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but to to that credit, I mean, they eventually like confirm like this is your daughter. I'm like, yeah, we knew. Yeah. We all knew. But also, when Bond he says goodbye to her, like on the in the train station, when he says goodbye, she grabs her like she puts yes. her hand over her stomach. I and I'm like, she's fucking pregnant. It kind of, it, I thought the same thing because as soon as the doors were closing, you see her hand go over her stomach. I'm like, oh, I know. Okay, that glad you noticed that too because I saw. I'm like, totally. Pregnant. No, I totally noticed that. I was like, okay, but because even when uh, she said it's not yours, I'm like, I mean, I mean, sure, you could go find someone else if if you wanted to get pregnant sure but at the same time like she's bluffing yeah she's like i'm just trying not to be involved with you romantically anymore because you literally destroyed me and vice versa you know and to have that i'm like yeah like seems obvious foreshadowing but like that really leads because like specter or like what was it she's talking he's talking to like 007 uh naomi's character or naomi and you know, they're like, oh, we're sending you Naomi's, like, location or something. Or, like, who she's tracking? She's like, I thought you were, she was tracking these people, not me. And she's like, she is. And she's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, like, Spectre's coming. We gotta go. You know. That was Dilf, double or I, Dilf, That actually added, having Craig. a child with them added to the tension. Yeah, because we've already seen them get away in a car chase. Inspector. Well, even, or well, a plane and you know all that weird stuff well, but even, we see yeah so even in the beginning of the film which i love that sequence when they're all firing at the car the one guy's firing at the windows walking up to it and it's like eventually it's gonna break and then and he's, he's like, like come on tell me the fucking truth yeah finally. And he's like all right well i'm believing you right now that was, just yeah, like, i love that sequence. i'm like yeah i'm like ooh, they're all surrounded got them in one place i mean that was in the trailer but like yeah the little miniguns just like spins around and just takes off i'm like hell yeah that was sweet but then to have that um great chase scene and then what leads into one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie was when they get out of the car and daniel craig is doing like guerrilla warfare in the forest where it's all misty and like yeah 
I love oh, like that what, scene so much. When he really reminded me of like his movie Defiance. Car. What's that? Really reminded me of like that movie Defiance that he did several oh, years gosh, back. I forgot about that movie. That's been a while. Yeah, but oh, I mean, I love that scene. I mean, like how he, you know, takes out a guy in a motorcycle. Then he's like running through, grabs his gun. What was it? He, he's essentially just like ducking down when people like when he heard that car. He, had a grenade launcher that he saw some guy and just blows up the car freaking the, like runs over and then like what he takes the um he takes the tow cable ties it around a few trees gets some great. guy's attention the guy just like comes at him just gets completely clotheslined by the cable you know it was brutal and especially like especially when he's like knocking it like when the cars get knocked over he just like walks up shoots them through the windshield like just it's clean just to make sure i still dead. love that about this bond well action. and also oh, that part where <laughs> crushing the traitor cia guy under a car that was great. that was amazing he's like oh man you're you're like a brother you could be a brother he's like well, and, oh, this, well, this all happens after a pretty uh, crazy sequence, too. And why we have no problem with Bond killing this guy is he essentially, well, he does kill Felix on that ship, that sequence on the ship when Felix. Yeah, at fucking Logan kills Felix, or what is his name? Ash. Ash. Logan Ash is the guy's name, the little Boy Scout. Kills fucking Felix. And then we get, yeah, I just, so yeah, he's got a vendetta against him and he's like, gets, got flung out of a car, chasing down Bond and he's bleeding. He's just like, but the car is also like on a slant, like slowly, like creeping. And then he's just like, oh, we could help each other out. He's like, no, I just love what Daniel Craig's essentially like, go fuck yourself, grabs the truck, pushes it down and walks away and it just fully folds over onto him like damn one of the most brutal kills that was great oh loved it but yeah real quick let's backtrack to the boat sequence like that was a pretty crazy moment yeah we find out the guy yeah is a traitor not part of the cia puts bond and felix in a room well after felix is shot and then yeah they essentially blow the up the boat that they're on and they got to get out great moment though i thought with bond and felix Sucks seeing Felix go out like that. I know. I was bummed that they killed Felix, but I don't know. It's just too bad. I really liked his character throughout. The only one he's not in is Spectre. Because I'm pretty sure he's you he has a cameo in Skyfall. Trying to blank now. I don't know. He's in three out of the five. He's still an est- quite established character. Yeah. But yeah, so to see him get that nice revenge on Ash, like later on in the movie, was great. I mean, just crushed by a truck. And just like, no, like, oh, I'm going to assume it's good. It's not, you know, I could have seen like, oh, yeah, this truck's going to fall on you and I'm just going to walk away and not do anything about it. But kind of, kind of it, reminded me of Mad Max a little bit there, but then he just crushes him anyway on his own. Exactly where I'm like, I just love that because I'm like, yeah, he could just walk away and we could just assume that he dies from this crushed car. But no, we make sure like he makes it personal. And I just loved that. Like it was so cool. Um, oh, that was just seriously one of my favorites. 
I guess we'll talk the ending. I mean, yeah, some great sequences leading up to the end here. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything. Some fun sequences, like when we go to Q's house. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do really like the guy who plays Q in the series. And he they brought him in in Skyfall, right? Yeah, Skyfall. But I really like him. And I think James Wan just needs a Q. Needs his Q. Anyway, we had good moments with him. Good moments with Money Penny. Um, M himself, too. Good moments there. Yeah, I mean, Bond is retired, and he does get brought back to service to go after these guys. Gets reinstated. Bond. Um, what else do I want to say before we go into the end? Of the, like the last act. Um, I mean, well, moving into the last act, one of the things that they do before like the big mission is Naomi's 007 request that if Bond's being reinstated, to be reinstated as 007. Yeah, that was a good nod to the character, I thought. Yeah, and also, like, again, I thought they did it right. It really just, they still respect the hell out of the character. You know, like, yeah, oh, this is made, like, he's technically hasn't been back till this mission. Right. So they're like, well, if he's getting reinstated, I, I love we how want him to be 007. humanized Craig's Bond is, because again, we see him go, uh, since all five movies are connected, we see this big story arc and all the things he goes through his loves and losses and all that stuff. We, they really humanize this guy. Again, it's not just, what's my mission this time? Cool. Then three years later, all right, next mission. Cool. It's, we see a real big, good story arc go with this character that really Mm -hmm. humanizes him quite a bit. And I just love that about this Bond era right now. And yeah, I mean, I'm glad they continued him and Madeline's story on. I loved seeing her again in this and, getting her backstory as a little girl was great and but yeah just the things they go through it's wonderful and we do get why he assumes that how did they find me must have been her she must have betrayed me i get that you know it's happened before out of all the shit he's been through up until this point i get why he would just assume that she betrayed him and but i love to get oh before blowfield dies to get the like you assume that and when he's interviewing he's like no i just figured you would go there eventually so i just had it watched and prepared and when you showed up, we executed the plan that was just kind of there and when like sitting ready until you eventually showed up, mm-hmm. you know, and she just led you there because she was trying to actually help you from the, she says like from the goodness of her heart, she was just trying to help you. And that ended up in our favor, mm-hmm. oh, which also was just another gut punch. Mm-hmm. You're like, there was no betrayal. It totally looks suspicious. I, you know, you get it, but then just be like, nope, she was just trying to be a good person. She was trying to help you. She loved you and cared about you. And then boom, you fucked up. You abandoned her. You know, kind of just realize like Bond is almost his own worst enemy. In some degrees, yeah. But yeah. it's also just the type of person that would even go into this kind of field, too. Exactly. Like you but, just can't trust. But again, him. that's what just makes his bond so much more humanized. That I I just love it so much. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, up until this point, again, I never looked at my clock once to see like, is this song kind of very near over yet? Like, I was just going on with the ride. I was enjoying myself. I and looked then, at my phone once because I really had to pee towards the end. I'm like, fuck. All right, so let me try and guess here. What was the sequence when Daniel had finally stopped to go pee? Well, okay. To the movie's credit, it was hard because I'm like. 
ooh, maybe I can leave here. And then I'm like, no, this is a lot of good information. There, like there was every a moment scene I, felt think important. It, I think it was after uh, Madeline and her daughter got taken away. There was a kind of everything's kind of from that sequence is calming down. I'm like, this would be a great moment in the movie to hit pause. And then everybody go up, use the restroom and come back. Okay. Um, but all right, where I went to the bathroom was probably the beginning of the third act when they're in the huge like carrier plane getting ready for their like okay. he's getting I left Brooke. while Q was gearing him up giving him his slick watch exactly I, I saw him giving him his watch I'm like okay EMP watch got it I gotta fucking go that, okay I will say that's a good sequence to leave at because yeah it's a little more back and forth this is the mission alright here we go let's get this little plane submarine thing that's what it felt like. I'm like, okay, yeah, they're gearing him up. I saw the plane in the hangar. I also saw it in the trailer. I know they're going to drop down on like this drone, but I was really hoping I was going to be able to come back for the drop down sequence. And I did make it back. They were still talking. And then soon after they dropped down and like the, okay, the so man drove. I would say that was a perfect time to go to the bathroom. It seemed like it. It really did. And then you can just enjoy the rest of the movie and not think about peeing. <laughs> that was a hard part. I'm like, I don't know how long this third act's going to be. It could be another 40 minutes. I, I had no idea. Yeah. No, that was I don't a good even time. remember how long it was. <laughs> but like, I did not want to miss any of that. And I'm glad I didn't because from when they dropped down into like their little submarine, like flying submarine, I don't know. It was, it was really cool. Like it didn't feel too crazy either. You know, it's like far-fetched as that could have felt. It felt still, again, it's high-tech, but still felt pretty grounded. It looked just like how you imagine a drone would look like, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but then it just starts, where they're just, like, infiltrating um, the base of the bad guy who has the bioweapon, and they're just like, okay, we're here to fucking clean house and mop the floor with these fuckers. <laughs> you know, he's like, I'm trying to get my daughter back. I'm trying to get that, the woman I love back. And 007, or, you know, well, she's a 00 nothing, I guess, if he's 007. I don't 007A, 007 7B. <laughs> yeah, a 007, yeah, exactly. Triton and what other, whatever her symbol was. But it was available, I guess. <laughs> freaking loved watching them just like go through clearing. That was a fun sequence. Oh, man. To like, you know, they sneak through. They kill a few people very stealthily, which, again, love the infiltration. I love love that device they plant that gives them the, helps give the full digital layout of everything to keep. Yeah, it's pretty much like a sonar. That was so cool. Yeah. So. I think they did something like that in the Dark Knight with cell phones. (laughs) Old Nokia phones. Yeah exactly anyway. and then they destroy it um yeah you're right um but for having that to i mean i love that love how they like got into like the room found the scientists they cleared out they're like everybody in the fucking corner we're planting bombs you know like we're gonna blow stuff and they're like you can't it's everywhere and they're like and then that's where we're like we have to blow this whole thing up. We have to destroy this entire place. And, you know, I do like how, like, you know, they're watched, like, they're like, oh, you need to disarm your bombs and just leave. Just get out of here. Which I also thought that was interesting. He's like, I'm trying to make the world a better place without casualties. So to the bad guy's credit, he's like, 
gave him, I think, two full chances to be like, I just want you to leave me the fuck alone and walk out of here. Because he does that when they're planting the bombs in like the, the lab area. Mm-hmm. And he does it when he's sitting down, like holding Bond's daughter hostage. You know? So I thought that was kind of interesting. Like, it still felt like I would have preferred, like, I don't know. Character was still overall good. It just still lands with like, I would have preferred Spectre being all the way to the end. Um, but I do like that little back and forth. She's like, we don't have enough bombs on us to blow this up. Be like, they don't know that though. Yeah. You know, and to leading into essentially like the, the really tense scene where he's sitting across the floor you know, on the floor talking to the guy holding his daughter hostage with like what three other guns on him? Yeah, at least two, maybe three. Yeah. Oh, there were three people there because I remember his like his quick draw at I the know. end of that scene was killing three people. <laughs> but I mean, I loved the tension there, which is like you're gonna leave, and he's like, you you can't leave without. He's like, I'm not gonna leave without her. He's like, well, you're gonna have to. She stays. You know, and he makes him disarm, like puts his gun down, puts his sidearm down. But oh man, I just love the tension. I'm like, he's just sitting there, like it's gonna be okay, it's gonna be fine. I'm like, I hope this isn't where he dies. Like I could, I, I was almost like, like I feel like I'm like I knew James Bond was gonna die going into this. You know, Red like spoilers. Literally, no. Well, we're already in spoilers, but we're I literally. Said you, I said you read spoilers. No, but I mean, the movie's called No Time to Die. I'm assuming, and they're like, I mean, it's we got no time like, for that kind of stuff. No time to die, yeah. But to you, you know, I'm just like, okay, this guy, he's gonna die. I'm like, is he just gonna get shot right here like a fucking punk? I hope not. But, you know, to have him like have that really tense back and forth with the main villain, and then to just, be like oh well third gun in my belt in my belt and just boom 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 but then to have the guy just like drop down through the floor i'm like oh fuck that, I wish was, that cool. was cool that was yeah really i'm cool. just like damn of course that totally makes sense well and this, and this kind of this whole layer you know it, it's a ex-military um uh, like a world war ii bunker like missile silo missile silo that's what yeah that's what i was looking for but it still felt like a really cool bond layer like bad guy layer from like back in the day Kind of yeah, like he's made some it. upgrades to certain parts of it, but then I'll, most of it is still just concrete. So, yeah, I dug that. I, dug, I thought that was cool. Yeah. Almost it, a volcano. <laughs> almost. But to have that, I mean, that was amazing. And then just towards the end where it's just like, okay, we need to destroy this. He's like, Madeline, take like 007 or like Naomi, 007, whatever. Take Madeline forgot the child's name be like take them get them out of here i gotta finish this you know ask them it's like you know we got royal navy in the you know near so they get boats there to like launch a a missile silo on the island Mm -hmm. but of course there's complications it's a missile silo so you have to get the missile silo doors open for it to even matter runs in gets them open runs away you're like oh man yeah, he's going to make it. Everything starts closing. He's like, fuck. Runs back. Has that final confrontation with uh, Rami Malek's villain character. Gets shot so many times. 
But I love the end of that confrontation where he just fucking breaks his arm and shoots him like two two times in the face. That was great. Just wow, fuck. But the yeah, then, everything's closing the side. Yeah, so he's got no way out. So he's got to go back upstairs again to reopen stuff. Yeah, and they're just telling him like Bond, you gotta leave. He's like, I can't. Time is ticking. And also because you know he's like prepared to die because with the final gut punch. I guess the final gun punch would be James Bond dying on the island. But like right before that, essentially the mood, like the final twist of the knife from his villain, he's just like, well, I infected your nanobots. So if you touch Madeline or your daughter again, they will die. Yeah. So even if you made it out of here alive, you're not living a happy life. Yeah. You can never touch your daughter or your girl again. Yeah, like yeah, that was like, oh shit. I know. So it's just like at that point, he's just like, you gotta do what I gotta do. Opens it like he's like, I'm dead anyway. But then just like having their final conversation over like the the walkie-talkie and him just saying goodbye that he loves them and just getting wiped. I'm like, damn, like it would have been bad enough you just got blown up. But the fact that he's just like, even if you got out of here, wouldn't matter. You're gonna be miserable. And it's like, damn, it just added to the like the heartbreak of that moment. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. But I was kind of oh. wa- waiting for the I love you. I know. <laughs> I don't know. why. It's like, is this going to be a Han and Leia moment? <laughs> yeah. Oh, but- and sorry. Like, yeah, well, that's pretty much the end of the movie. But I totally skipped over my second favorite scene was when his initially when he's initially trying to get up to the command center to open the silos. That long fight like that shooting slash like uh close quarter combat when he's fighting up the stairs going through like the soldiers that are trying to keep him down loved that it almost felt like one long shot i don't know if it was but yeah, it I, felt, I wasn't paying enough attention i i'd have to go back and see it again it felt like a pretty long like uh, almost like the the daredevil hallway scene from season two where he's fighting the bikers Kind of like that. Like it felt like that good where they he's just going through killing people, like being resourceful, grabbing guns. You know, that's where he fights the final guy or like the uh the final guy with the robotic eye and he blows his brains up with oh yeah, we didn't have that's one of that was one of my favorite sequences. So we got this guy who's kind of what the heavy, kind of the um Dave Batista character of this movie. He's like he's the he's the named henchman. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, I mean, he EMP, he blows his eye out and it just fries his brain. <laughs> God, that was great. <laughs> I laughed so hard as soon as we see that. Uh, so, I was just showing somebody your your new watch. Blue is mine. Blue is mine. But so, said, yeah, as soon as the eyeball exploded and killed him, I was just like, I burst out laughing. <laughs> I, just, I know. I'm like, man, they should have had something like that in uh in Kingsman. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd rather be in Bond. <laughs> That's that was great though. But I love that scene. Really love that hallway scene of him just fighting his way up. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, and then the movie ends. I mean, I mean, it really goes out very with, good back and forth with Madeline. I like that moment. Then that was yeah. great. And then after everything's over and Bond's dead, the island's destroyed. I kept the weapon destroyed. You know, they're just sitting in M's office, like all of these essentially legacy characters are just like. They're all just kind of like, fuck, you know, but I love that, like the quote that he, I should have wrote it down, but like, you know what, M's kind of like reading out of like his journal or something, like reading that quote, 
and then they all just kind of toast to Bond. That's a good moment. And then I guess the final shot of the movie is just like Madeline driving through the Italian countryside with their daughter, telling him about her father. <laughs> I know. I'm like, by the end, I'm like, damn. I know. Let me tell you about it. Let me tell a story about a guy named James. I'm like, <laughs> I know. But I honestly, that almost got me more than Bond getting when the missiles came in. That almost got me more than that. <laughs> Or actually, I think it did actually. Almost. Which, uh, I mean, it was just everything was swelling. It the movie my... didn't make me cry, but as far as like really gut punching you emotionally, that let me tell you about a guy named James. This is like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same. I mean, is Shiloh over there listening to me cry? No. Yeah, I thought I heard her over on the side. <laughs> well, she's there. She's just not listening. Yeah. <laughs> But honestly, overall, I think it was a fantastic, fitting, emotional end for the character as, you know, as this iteration allows it. We got five movies. I think after, again, history's kinder. I think they're all really good. I definitely, there are more, like, obviously Skyfall and Casino Royale, probably high watermarks, but I think No Time to Die is really up there with the high watermarks of the series, which is great because... Yeah, I guess oh, yeah, this would, yeah. I guess this one would be my would it be my dead center? Skyfall and Casino Royale are definitely top two. Yeah, for third place, it's a flip-flop between Spectre and No Time to Die for me. I think No Time to Die just is above Spectre. Yeah, I'm and I, I was actually kind of curious because I know Spectre was like in the 60%. I did look it up because I was kind of curious like how people thought I'm like, because I'm like felt like this. I'm like, this fucking nailed it. I felt like it really did. And I looked up the Rotten Tomatoes and this one brought the series back up to like a 90%. Like I think it's like sitting at 88% critic score and about an 88 to 90% audience score. Yeah. I think overall, like it's just a pinch above Spectre, but I think it's more because of things that happen in Spectre, like him and Madeline's relationship just gets taken to the next level is what makes this one special. Yeah. So... And kind of yeah. just pushes the character. I think, I think for that, I put it just a little bit above Spectre. I think overall, I give the film an A minus. Uh, definitely 8 out of 10 or so for entertainment. Maybe 9 out of 10 for entertainment, but A minus overall. Um, yeah, this would probably be an A plus movie had it been Blofeld's character all the way through to the end. Yeah. That would have, because I really didn't have any attachment with this Rami Malek character at all. I mean, I could see kind of why the Madeline character would, but I think for Bond villain and just Bond in general, his you know adopted brother from years ago, and this is their end together. I th- I think it would just would have been more of an impactful punch at the end if it had been him. I honestly I think so too. I feel like I'd still give this an A, a solid A, maybe A plus, just because while I was watching the movie, loved every second of it. It wasn't until after them, like, you know, I do wish they would have done that just because, I mean, especially Inspector, he's like, everything that you've experienced, like, like goes through all the villains, like, that's all me. You thought it was chance? It was by my design. So to take away that aspect of it for the finale didn't make a ton of sense to me. But doesn't ruin the movie by any stretch, but it, it really doesn't. Just, you, you would I, think for me, it would something have been, like it that would have just kind of dismantled though. the whole thing, but it doesn't. But I think, yes, 
I think if Blofeld was like, took it all the way to the end with him, I think it would have been a little bit better. I mean, him breaking his arm and shooting him in the head just would have been, that would have been pretty satisfying to me. Yeah. Pretty satisfying. All right. Well, I guess we should probably wrap it up here. I think we've been going on for a little bit, but yeah, that is our review. Not as long as the movie. Yeah, not as long. Yeah, I promise it won't go as long as the movie. Yeah. But yes, that is our review for No Time to Die. And yeah, about freaking time we got it. So I'm kind of curious, let's real quick talk about where do you see the franchise going after this? Because they're going to make more for sure. The box office is a little weak. It only made, I think, 55 opening weekend. I didn't quite think it was going to make carnage numbers for some reason, but I still thought we were going to see maybe 80. Yeah. Um, I saw 55. I was like, Ooh, that is not great. It's also a hard sell. It's like, yeah, last Daniel Craig movie is like, cool. But for a casual audience who maybe doesn't care as much, almost a three hour movie is a hard sell. Yeah. And it is the longest, I think it's the longest bomb film of all time. Yeah. It has to be. It has because be. I think I mean, Skyfall I... was originally the longest Bond film of all time, and this beat it by a little bit. Yeah, so I think that's a hard sell for a lot of people, but and I can't I... blame them. Like most of the time, I'm not down for a three-hour movie, except for I'm super excited for Dune and super down for same. pretty much the exact same way. So, so far, worldwide, we're looking at it's made 326 million. Ah, uh, they say it needs to make 900 to break even because with budget and advertising and re-advertising and re-advertising with all the delays they said 900 million it needs to break even so yeah uh 326 i just don't see it making avengers level money or venom level money i guess it's unfortunate but yeah i don't think it will i I don't know what that means for the studio i don't know or the future bond that's the thing with that i'm just like as a go ahead it, I mean, well, with that, just like little tidbit, like it, it's an impossible task. I don't think it's fair to think that this movie is going to earn $900 million. I don't, don't think it will. It will. I just but, don't think it will either. Um, and that's the thing, like, because I could see the James Bond, mon- like I could see it laying dormant for a while, partially because of that, but partially because like, yeah, I mean, like there's what? usually a few years in between the movies anyway. Like even for like this whole series that's connected, it was several years between each movie. So where where do you see Bond goes next? Is just kind of sort of soft reboot it like a Cena Royale? I don't know. I feel like I don't know. I because part of me is like that. Who's the next Bond? You know, people are like Idris Elba or somebody like that. You know, which I think he's too old already. I don't know. Out of some of the rumors. My pick would be Tom Hardy as of now. That could change if someone else better comes to mind, but I like the thought of Tom Hardy. They've talked about Henry Cavill, Superman being Bond. I don't know. I feel like Henry Cavill would make a good Bond. I mean, that feels like a safe choice, though. But Daniel Craig didn't feel like a safe choice because we were Pierce Brosnan to Daniel Craig. I'm like, well, he's this guy. Then watch him like, oh, oh fuck There's yeah. another thing I want to mention real quick of uh, pretty much all the Bonds. This one ended on a good note because with Sean Connery, you had Diamonds of Forever. Yeah. With uh, Roger Moore, View to a Kill. Yeah. And with uh, Pierce Brosnan, you had Die Another Day, which mo- that movie sucked. That's what destroyed Bond. So to see one of them finally go out on a really high note is awesome. I mean, yeah, for sure. Because, yeah, 
the diamonds are forever. No, no, like part of me feels like they're really going to want to capitalize. I there's one or two things. It's going to lay dormant for like four or five years, and then they're going to announce new Bond, new series. Mm -hmm. Um, or I'm thinking within the next two years, there will be female-led James Bond movie just with the Naomi's 007. It's hard toss-up. I'm really not sure what they'd want to do, but also it's like, I don't know. It They could go in several different directions. I almost feel like the latter is a bit more, ex, I don't, I don't, I feel like it's more expected than necessarily likely, but I mean, but also it's like, are they well, going to continue with this cast of characters? I, I don't know. That's what I'm curious about too. Do they just re, re well, it, it would be so weird to continue this cast of characters because, and just have somebody else play devil. But I guess, but he, well, here's the thing. I say to the very, very end of the credits, and it didn't say 007 will return. It said James Bond will return. Okay. So, yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's up there. We'll see. But as far as Craig goes, I thought this was a very good conclusion for the Craig I, Bond. I'm glad that they were able to get him back. And um, I was going to say, yeah, whatever you don't make at the box office, just put together a Daniel Craig Blu-ray pack Daniel Craig Bond Blu-ray Blu- 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 pack. And I mean, it's already I, you can already pre-order the the 4K hard case. Oh, nice! Because I, I know they have one uh, for all four of his first movies. But uh, yeah, put out a new one with all five of his movies, the Daniel Craig Bond era. I'll buy one. I just hope that there's like a little DLC essentially, since we bought that huge bit James Bond collection. It goes through Spectre. That I just hope there's like. Oh, the new one comes out for $10. We can just add it to your collection. Yeah, that'd be cool. There's definitely going to be an, a collection put out. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, is it due next week or what do we have next week coming on? There's Halloween Kills and there's another movie. I just Halloween, can't remember. Halloween. But yeah. So I don't know. There'll, there'll be something. We'll figure it out. All right. Well, let's wrap this up here, Daniel. Where can they find us? They can find us online on movies underscore brews, Instagram and Twitter. You know, let us know what you thought about the the end of the Daniel Craig series. Like, honestly, it sounds like we're both pretty high on it. It feels like it went on on a really strong note. And we're both happy that it did. It's kind of interesting that, you know, we were around like 2006, like it was kind of like the beginning I mean, it was the beginning of the era, and over a decade later, we finally get the end of the Daniel Craig era. Which I think years of Bond movies, I'll consider, I think technically he does have the longest run. <laughs> Just in years spent technically years as wise. the character. Yeah, I'd have to double check Roger Moore's again. Because he did go on for a while, but I think you're right. I think it is his. All right, everybody. Well, hey. movie volume. What's that? I said maybe not in movie volume, but years is technically consistently being right. Yeah, now more <laughs> definitely had movie volume, but I think his I'd have to go look the when his began and ended. Anyway, doesn't not important. righty. Well, hey, thanks everybody for downloading the show. If you like it, share with others. Uh, yeah, we will be back next week, and we'll talk to you then. Good night, everybody. Good night. Cheers, Cheers. ding. Yeah.
Precious things love has in store. 